The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2075. Yesterday was International Women's Day, and I thought it might be worth taking a moment to have a chat about women in Star Wars. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So first of all, I feel like an apology is in order because I had it in my head that International Women's Day was March 9th and it was actually March 8th, so that is utterly my mistake and my apologies. I would have rather have had this episode be live on Sunday instead of Monday and I just got it mixed up in my head, so my apologies for that. But there's no reason this conversation has to be limited to one day. And actually, that makes me think of Amy Rickow, whose 365 Star Wars project chronicled a woman in Star Wars every single day over the course of a year and then continued onward in fantastic fashion. And so I highly recommend you check that out and Amy Rickow's work as well. Slight digression there. The thing that I wanted to chat with you about as far as women in Star Wars goes, is it's kind of shocking when you think about it that on the one hand, Star Wars is hailed as giving us the character of Princess Leia, a you know very strong, powerful female action hero character. And obviously that was a very big deal and goes all the way back to 1977, so makes Star Wars kind of ahead of its time or at least, you know, very forward, progressively thinking in terms of its time. But... That's really, you know, that's one thing, and that's great. And then you get to the prequels, and you get Padme Amidala, and that's great, and that's one thing. Now, I grant you that there's probably a lot more that's gone on in the expanded universe from the perspective of new characters and so on and so forth, but when you think of it, main female characters in Star Wars movies and television shows, which would be the prime ways that people consume any kind of Star Wars content, they've really been seriously lacking in female-led content for quite a long time. I mean, I think it's fair to say and accurate to say that the original trilogy really is about Luke, and the prequel trilogy really is about Anakin, and you could certainly make the case that the original trilogy is more about Han than it is about Leia, and the prequel trilogy is more about Obi-Wan than it is about Padme. Yeah, it's an argument you can make, but you could certainly make the case, and, you know, that's <laughs> not the greatest thing for, you know, female actresses and female lead characters in Star Wars productions. You know, the first real, you know, significant female character, I think, that Star Wars set about to invent was Ahsoka Tano in The Clone Wars in 2008. And yes, she was a supporting character, but over the years, you could tell that the point of her presence in this was not for her to just be a supporting character, just somebody to 
be providing depth to Anakin Skywalker's character as he developed and grew. No, they actually made a point of developing stories for Ahsoka about developing her character specifically, and I don't think you could really say that that was the case very much about Princess Leia's character in the original trilogy, trilogy <laughs> or Padme's character in the prequel trilogy. And there were other characters in the Clone Wars cartoon series developed in a similar fashion. Then you have Star Wars Rebels, which that team was led by Harrison Dula and Vanessa Marshall playing the role of the character. Like, that was her rebel cell, and Kanan just happened to be a part of it, a very good part of it. But yeah, animation really has kind of led the way in that respect for bringing strong female characters into leading roles, both literally and figuratively. Literally meaning leading characters from a Hollywood perspective, but figuratively also being, you know, within the story they are leading characters who matter very greatly and whose character development progresses over time. So, Ahsoka Tano in 2008, 30 years before Star Wars develops a female character specifically for the purpose of giving this character significant lead role activity and character development. <sighs> yeah, uh, as much as I hate to say it, it seems like it took that long. And then we get Hera Syndulla in 2014, that's when she debuts. And then we get Rey in The Force Awakens, which is fantastic as well. So now we're moving to live action. We're moving to movies once and for all. And Jyn Erso in Rogue One. I would say Amelia Clark to some degree in this is Kira and Solo A Star Wars Story, but that movie really also is more about Han and Lando and Chewie than it is about Kira necessarily, but they certainly do give her character more depth, I would say, comparatively speaking, than they might have done in previous decades. But at least the seal has been cracked on the live action side of things. However, it uh, doesn't seem like we're looking at a lot of that for the Disney Plus live action situation. Yes, Cara Dune in The Mandalorian was a strong character and that was great, but it's definitely led by The Mandalorian by Pedro Pascal. And the next two series that have been announced are Cassie Nandor K2SO series and an Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So not seeing a you know, female-led Star Wars live action series for Disney Plus yet. Yeah, it, that time is definitely due if not overdue, and I very much hope that the next series that gets announced by Disney Plus is a female character-led series. Now, this is not a simple issue overall, and there are a couple other things that I want to say about that particular aspect of it, which I will do after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. So here I am, a white male podcaster, talking about the representation of female characters, female leading role characters in Star Wars stories. And I have to tell you, I would not presume to say that I'm speaking for women or on behalf of women or in place of women or anything like that. I would like to say that I am speaking in support 
of women and in support of seeing more female representation in leading characters in Star Wars stories. And I know this issue can get complex, I guess, for lack of a better word. I mean, for example, you know, it's nice to think about the idea of meritocracy and about the best ideas winning. You know, that sounds great in theory, but statistically speaking, the numbers in practice for, you know, men versus women in Hollywood and the, you know, productions that get made, and I would say it applies to Lucasfilm in specific because we're talking about Star Wars related stuff here. The numbers don't seem to support the idea that it's a meritocracy in action. So it's great that Deborah Chow and Bryce Dallas Howard got to direct episodes of The Mandalorian. It's great that Deborah Chow is going to take on the Kenobi series. Like these are all positive steps, steps in the right direction. And I hope that Lucasfilm continues to take these steps. In fact, I have to say at this point, I hope that the December 2022 movie is going to be a female-directed Star Wars movie. It is about time. It is more than overdue. So, yeah, let's please make that happen. And with that, we're going to call it an episode. That's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for joining me for this, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the galaxy you may be. Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars Seven by Seven. We hope you love it. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around—a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.